Hi, I'm Scotty, and it's Music Day in the Imagine Neighborhood. As you know, in the Imagine Neighborhood, we use music to talk about our feelings. And on Wednesdays, we bring in a special guest to talk about the different ways that music can help us express ourselves. So, listeners, it is Wednesday, and that means it's time for a conversation with Mr. Music Man, Lindsey Jones. Mr. Music Man Jones, how are you today? Hi, everybody. Uh, hang on one second. Okay, just put that over there. Uh, yeah, no, I, I'll, okay, I'll be right with you. I just got to talk to Scotty. Scotty. Okay. <laughs> yes. Uh, hi, Scotty. How's it going? I'm all right. What are you doing in the Imagine Neighborhood this week? Well, you know, uh, Princess Donosaurus, she's got this sock puppet theater, and uh, uh, yeah, they recently upgraded to 5.1, but then realized none of them can count past four, so I'm here to sort of put in <laughs> the extra 1.1. 1. 1. Uh, I gotta just, it'll take a few minutes, and then I'll be on my way. That makes sense. And you know, Dinosaurus, she's T-Rex, she's only got the two extra fingers, so... It's a got... tough, it's a tough count, you know? You don't have opposable thumbs, you're gonna need somebody occasionally to come in for outside work. Lindsay, this week on the show, we had an angry Tigbanua who destroyed Dr. Apocalypso's village. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. Right. Uh, and his name was Jeremy. And Jeremy was mad about something. And so he smushed a lot of stuff. And of course, we know it's not okay to smush things when you're oh. angry. Yeah. But I'm wondering, if you had a character like Jeremy, or if you had a very angry character, uh, what kind of music or sound effects would you use when you want to communicate that kind of ang- that kind of feeling? Well, okay. So a very wise philosopher named Johnny Rotten once said a thing that I've held on to for many years, which is anger is an energy. And that is really true. Anger is an energy. It's this thing that you sort of feel sort of twisting and turning inside of you. And so when you're trying to convey that energy what i do with music is create music that feels like it's just sort of running all over the place inside of your body um so i use that energy first that's the big part of um anger and then the next thing i do is i try to create notes that might feel sort of like you know something's wrong and there is a musical term that we use for this and that's called dissonance Dissonance. Yeah, that's it. Dissonance. And the idea behind dissonance is that I play notes together that don't necessarily go together. They sound sort of um, not harmonious and they just, it's that they sound like they don't necessarily belong together. And so when you hear a dissonant note, you think, or a dissonant chord, you think, oh, something's wrong there. Uh, there's not something, there's something wrong with that music. And so when you combine dissonance, with energy, uh, that is the musical expression of anger. Wow, that that does sound all. It sounds all jumbly, and it sounds it sounds like it doesn't go together. It sounds like a shoe that doesn't quite fit my foot. You know, it's either a little too big or a little too small. It just doesn't sound right. Yeah, yeah, that's right, and and that's exactly what it's for. It's to make you think like, huh. Something's wrong here. That's really interesting to hear. Do you have um, an example of what that might sound like? I do, actually. Uh, I can play you a song that is like if I took a bunch of dissonance and made different thoughts with those dissonant ideas, this is what it would sound like. 
different ideas going on, like a lot of different sounds, and they're all kind of mushing into each other in different ways. It's kind of like, it's kind of like musical bumper cars. Yeah. Well, and that's kind of what it feels like. It feels like it's like the rhythm sort of keeps changing, and like one minute is kind of going. You know, it's like going da 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 da, and then it goes. It has a totally different thing. So, like, that's sometimes how people feel when they're angry. Is like they have these different energies inside of them, and they want to express it in different ways. And so, the music is expressing that for it. That's really interesting. And of course, you know, it happens that like you can you can have a bunch of different emotions happening in. In our story, uh, Jeremy the Tigbanua was was destroying things, and he seemed really angry, but. In reality, he was also feeling sad because someone had smushed one of his toys. And the way he reacted to it was really angry. He got really sad and really angry at the same time. And I can see how, you know, those two feelings cannot feel very good. Uh, they kind of rub up against each other like Velcro. And that's the same thing that's going on with this music cue here. This is really cool. You know, when, uh, when people get angry, um, you know, it happens. It even it happens to grown-ups sometimes. Um, and, you know, you can sometimes do things that, that are hurtful to people or that maybe hurt their feelings. In this week's episode, we, we really talk about making things right at the end, that you know, just because you're angry, it's not fair to smash up a whole village in this case or um, murder a lot of people in the Macbeth case. Um, but I'm wondering, you know, when you make things right at the end, does that ever happen in any of the plays that you've worked on? All the time, all the time. In fact, uh, a, a lot of our plays and, and a lot of stories in general because plays are really just stories that are being acted out on stage, a lot of stories end up with happy endings. And the way you achieve a happy ending sometimes is because people are able to come together and maybe admit their mistakes or apologize and say they're sorry for their mistakes. And they're able to forgive one another and be able to move forward together again. And so that's a way that we like to show that it's it's a happy ending in the end. And so music in that case is really about um, getting rid of those dissonant elements and more about the harmonious elements of music, where we feel like people are coming together and getting along again. So you're saying that like dissonant elements is like you take two music notes that don't sound like they go together, and that makes dissonance? Are harmonious notes ones that do kind of sound like they go That's together? That's exactly right, yes. So when you play it, you're like, oh, that feels nice. That makes me feel warm on the inside hearing that note. And in fact, I think I've got an example of a harmonious piece of music right now. Well, let's hear it. This does feel super nice. Thanks. It just sounds like it fits. Like you were talking earlier about dissonance like is like a shoe that doesn't quite fit. This feels like a like a slipper that I just slide my foot into and it feels nice and warm and cozy. This is great. Yeah, that's right. And then so I take that harmonious idea and maybe just expand it a little bit more, add a few more instruments, and now you've got a piece of music that really feels like a happy ending. It might sound a little something like this. This is great. This does sound like like you're saying like you're saying it it fits together. You know, one other thing that we like to do in the Imagine neighborhood is with all the kids and their grown-ups that are listening, um sometimes they like to do little projects or they they like to make art around the show that kind of helps them uh remember the characters or remember the lessons from it. Um and uh, I understand you've brought us something that 
you, you've taken sort of this idea of feeling angry, but then making things right, and you've made a little song out of it. Is that true? It's true. You know, I I I really enjoyed the story of uh, of Jeremy and Doc Apocalypso and how they managed to put their differences aside and learn how to be friends again. And so that really inspired me to write this new song um, just for them, which is uh, You Can't Destroy Everything uh, Because What Will You Do For Lunch? You can't destroy everything because what will you do for lunch? Take a breath, chill out, and when you calm down, then you can be a good friend. Let go of the energy that makes you want to fight. When you turn around, you may just have found that you can make things right. That's an amazing song, Lindsay. I think <laughs> what I loved is, um, you know, it had all the energy at the beginning, like you were talking about, in the, you know, the, the guitars were really, really fast and the drums were really fast and clangy and they, they had sort of a fuzzy sort of sound to them. Um, but at the end, it all just came together with that nice harmonious chord. Hey, Scotty, I have an idea for all of the listeners of your podcast. We could ask them if they would be interested in writing their own song that talks about how they got over their angry feelings and learned how to make things right. What do you think of that? I think that's an amazing idea. If they took so you would take all the the lyrics, the words out of your song and they could just hear the the song without the without the words and then they could make their own words. Yeah, that'd be great. And then we could hear what everybody else is thinking. That'd be so cool because they could write it about anything they want, right? Like your song is about you can't destroy anything because then what would you have for lunch? Um, They might write about, you know, you can't take my toys because these are my toys. True. Uh, Or uh, you can't cut in front of me in the lunch line or (laughs) uh, uh, put your mask back on. We're, We're going outside. Like there's all kinds of things that kids could actually write about with your song. Is that are you okay doing that? Like. That would be so cool. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Okay, listeners. Um, so Music Man Mr. Jones has given us an amazing opportunity here. At the end of the show, we're going to play the song again, but without the lyrics. And then you can write your own lyrics. You can write a poem. You can write um, just one or two lines. You can listen to the song over and over again and write a full suite if you want to. And if, if they want, if, you, if they send it into us, at uh, if they go to the imagineneighborhood.org, you can send us your lyrics and maybe we can try to read some on the air next time. That sounds really cool. Lindsay, that's super generous of you. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah, my pleasure. I can't wait to hear what everybody comes up with. Yeah. Hey, Scotty, I got to go. My next show's up in a couple of minutes. Oh, okay. Well, thank you so much for calling in, Mr. Music Man Jones, and we will see you next week. Thanks, everybody. See you later. Mr. Music Man Jones is so cool. So, listeners, at the end of this, I'm going to play the song again, but without lyrics. And if you want to write your own lyrics, you should totally do that. If you want to share them with us, you should have your grown-up go to imagineneighborhood.org and uh, get in touch with us. We'll read a couple examples on next week's bonus music episode with Mr. Music Man Jones. Thank you so much for listening to the show, and we'll see you again on Monday. Monday.